Hello, everybody. Welcome to our podcast. Dajahao, everyone. Welcome back to this week's episode where we are talking about the viewers have their say. So we put on online questionnaire. I will actually share what you wrote this, didn't you? Yes. Got a few general questions just to ask and get some feedback from our listeners or anybody who's following us on social media. And I just wanted to make it a Q&A today. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go over four responses that we got. And I think they're great questions. And I think they're questions that a lot of mums ask nowadays and want to know information on. So let's just start with a quick, quick introduction. How's your week been? Uh, Nothing new, actually. Just same every day, go to work, come home repeat so I don't actually have anything to share uh, nothing in, uh, special happened no tantrums so yeah it's been a good week for me and you how have you felt oh not too good 37 weeks pregnant <gasps> his foot is right up in my rib cage and it won't move so I do have an appointment with the doctor today and I will talk to her about it because I'm a little worried. I know if it's on the right rib cage, it can be a sign of preeclampsia. But on the left rib cage, it's normally just stretching of the uterus and the baby's um, foot and like stretching out. But also could be like a blood clot or um, oh. what else did they say? Like an infection or something because it's really uncomfortable. So it's always just good to like get Ask everything questions. checked out. Yeah. And especially here in Taiwan, we get weekly checkups. So and uh, I, what are, I remember the signs out. of preeclampsia. They say like headaches and swollenness. I had a friend who had yeah. it, but I don't know. Like I don't, I didn't ask uh, so much swollen, questions, questions about it. Swollen face, swollen hands, uh, changing your vision, seeing spots, headaches, and obviously high blood pressure and protein in the urine. But um, oh I yeah, yeah, they they're gonna test you. So hopefully it's yeah. not something that but you extreme you don't always see preeclampsia through protein in the urine though but it's pretty hard not to have preeclampsia without high blood pressure because that's what it is so you get that tested anyway I do feel a bit swollen in the face and my nose just a little bit more now but nothing nothing dramatic I think it's quite normal at the stage of your pregnancy 37 weeks or 38 weeks now 38 weeks 37 or 37 37 so, yeah, I'm now on maternity leave officially, so I'm not working, which I don't enjoy. I'll be mm. honest. I like to work. Um, I'm not enjoying this stay-at-home situation, uh, but been putting a bit more time and effort into the podcast. We had a really exciting meeting yesterday with... Um, was it yesterday? No, it was Friday, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Friday with a guest that we've got coming yes. on soon. So we're, we're very really excited. excited about that. She's... Um, an influencer in America and she's a professional and I'm not going to give any more details, but really, really honored that she's agreed to come on our podcast. I know. I was like, please. Platform. Yes. Yeah. So amazing. So we're in the works with all of that. So we do have some really exciting guests coming up for you guys because we're trying to take the podcast to a next level now. Um, as well as us learning, we want we want to learn with our audience. Yes. And we want to add a bit more education to it and more yeah. knowledge and have more of a reason for you guys to come back and listen. Yes. So that's why today is a great 
listeners response episode so let's just get stuck into it let's go with question one so what was question one what do you remember about the house you lived in as a child yeah okay so first response was never had a beautiful back garden so they never had a back garden the other one is the garden mainly and parties we had Uh uh-huh very Uh similar was quite yeah, it's quite a theme here with gardens because I do know that 90% of our viewers are from Taiwan and having a garden in Taiwan is unheard of. It's very rare. Okay, so someone put here, we had a part of the passageway with tiles as wall. My mum would let me draw anything I want on it because it could be easily cleaned with water. Oh, so yeah. um, I know a lot of mums also do like chalk drawing on pavements outside with kids when they have a driveway and things like that. So again, it's like... Yeah, we allow Kira to draw on the mirrors with a, you know, a marker from a whiteboard marker and then we can just wipe it off. So I think that's really good too. Hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the last one. I'm lucky enough to still have my childhood home. It's loud but full of love. Oh, I love that they're still in their childhood home. They're so lucky. I mean, I was just thinking that, like, it's these days it's unheard of. People move so mm. often. Not in Asia, though. People in Asia tend to stay in their childhood homes, don't they? I don't know. Every time I've asked a friend, they're like, oh, we stay in a one-bedroom apartment with our whole family. I'm like, What? How is that possible? (laughs) And it's like a whole family, like four people in a room. And then I realized, oh, it's because they all share the same bed. And, you know, everyone's circumstances are different the way they live. But I do think some of it is to do with money as well, because people can't afford, especially if you choose to live in certain locations Mm -hmm. in Taipei, especially can be more expensive. And people prefer location over size nowadays, don't they? Yes. The convenience of being in a location means living in a smaller apartment. That's just city life. I'm interested in New York. We should ask our um, next guest because she is from New York. Yeah. Because I'd be interested to know because I know prices there are really expensive also. So we did notice the common theme here was talking about gardens. Yes. I found here that um, I wanted to know like the benefits of having a garden for children because it's something that we we don't have and I'm not going to have for my son. I have a courtyard, but... You know, um, and it says here, children can learn new skills, have fun, play and develop self-confidence by spending time in the garden, tending plants and growing their own food. Most children enjoy being outdoors and love digging in the soil, getting dirty, creating things and watching plants grow. Gardening also has lots of educational benefits. So, yeah, not just playing in the garden, but also growing things in the garden and learning how to grow things, fruits, vegetables, plants, flowers. Yeah, and I think that's very important and also just digging. Like Kira loves a sandpit. Like she could sit in a sandpit all day and just dig. Uh-huh. And I don't know what she's been doing, but I used to love making mud pies. Like I'd say, oh, I'm cooking. I'm going to make a cake. And you just mix water in it and get real dirty. And I just think here it's very rare to to see yeah. children getting that dirty and the parents not caring yeah that's true I used to make perfume I used to steal people's um (laughs) flowers and put them in bottles and then mix it all up and try and make perfume out of the petals and magic potions but I used to get into trouble from neighbors like get out of my garden stop (laughs) making my flowers um yeah I do think it's a shame it would be nice to have more outdoor area but we do have lots of parks we can take our children out into Taiwan um but I do agree with you they don't like 
kids to get dirty here. Yeah. And so yeah. It, it, even when I hear, when people hear that she plays in sandpits, they always say, oh, you should be very careful because the stray cats pee and poo in the sandpit. I you told you sick. that. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not only you. I've heard it from many parents and I'm just like, it's yeah. not going to, you know what? She's not going to stop. So let's just let it be. But when we were in South Africa, the friend has a garden. They had an area with a sandpit and you know what? I was just happy because we had a barbecue. I was able to just, you know, let her play and know she was safe. Mm -hmm. And she spent all day outside. Not didn't come in one time. Actually, I had to beg her to come in to take a bath and she missed her nap. It was lovely. You're really good with Kira, though. You you take her out a lot because you do live in the city. I have noticed you don't spend much time in the house. We are um, trying to make sure that she gets a lot of stimulation. Like today, I have to do washing, so she's going to stay at home. Independent play a lot. So, you know, she's getting there. Uh, iPad, weekends, we allow her to watch iPads, but we, we try to get her to stray away a bit because, you know, she loves it so much. And yeah, yeah. The, these kids these days, they just love technology. Yeah. Right, should we go to question two? Yes. So, what did you have as a child that children today don't have? Oh, and the first answer, freedom to play outside. Yes. So, uh, it's funny, as we're talking about playing outside, I think in your back garden, but to be fair... With the state of the world nowadays, like if you were in a different country, because Taiwan's very safe, if you were in a different country, would you let your child play outside? Yes, I would, because I would. grew up in South Africa where the walls in your garden, when you play in your no, garden. outside means like outside, like yeah. we had more freedom, like not outside in the back garden. Like when I was a kid, we used to play on the street. Yeah, I think we used to play in the cul-de-sac. If you live in a cul-de-sac, it's completely yes. fine. But yeah. what I'm talking it's about, still, like, outside, okay. like, these days, I don't think parents in in Taiwan especially would, if they had a garden, let their child go outside to their garden even to play on their own. They have to, like, yeah. oh, I'll come out with you and sit and watch you play while I drink a coffee. And then even then, it's they still worried you know like oh don't go like don't touch that that's dirty you know so for me outside is completely different because I don't mind being like oh go play outside in the garden not in America because there's no walls there's no there's no, no fencing around and also our parks our parks is gated so we have a lot of gated parks and you're not allowed to enter the park if you don't have a child with you it's something that the security guard will not allow you to go in. I know this because... It's crazy that you have security guards on um, in the parks. Like, I remember going to the Philippines and they were the same. Yeah. It's, it's because homeless... Yeah. We have a lot of... We have a problem with homeless people. Not that they are violent. Not that they are... They can be. They like to go sleep in the park and use the park yeah. bathrooms, which is fine. I wouldn't mind. But yeah, I, would, I don't know if I... I don't know. I don't know if I would, Cheryl, if I'm honest. I, like... In in Taiwan, maybe, but in England, I don't know if I would feel comfortable with my son playing the way that I used to play. And that was like not being monitored at all. It was like, okay, go outside, go play, go to the yeah. park. We used to walk to the park on our own, go on our bikes, play up and down the street. Um, I just don't think the world is what it used to be in the 90s when I was growing up. And um, it's a lot more scary. It's not that I don't trust him. It's I don't trust other people. We are very spoiled here. And we are lucky. 
I just think, yeah. I don't know, because I haven't lived there. I just feel like I'm just one of those people like, yeah, sure, go down, like go over there and go play. And I'm just going to sit over here and drink my coffee. Um, But I might change my mind when she gets older. I she's think allowed so. to go on her I own. Think, I just think. I, I would... also think we're desensitized to it because yeah. we live in such a safe country that we just think, oh, yeah, no, it's fine. And then we go back to our own country. I think it will be different for him when I visit England. See, it'll be interesting your trip to South Africa. Yes, see how you I will feel. update you guys when I come yeah. back from South Africa. I, I wanted to tell you a story when I went back last time. Kira was still a small baby, 18 months old, and I forgot I was in South Africa. So I left the house with her early in the morning to get a coffee. And I'm pushing her in the stroller and I go down a very dark alley to get to this coffee shop. But usually you'd go around on the busy street, but I completely slipped my mind. I'm in South Africa. And this guy, a homeless man was like, oh, your baby's so cute. And I didn't think of anything. I was just looked up and realized, oh, my goodness, I'm in an alleyway with a homeless man. And I've got all my jewelry on and I didn't take anything off and I'm oh. in South Africa. So I, I kind of like, oh, oh, thank you so much, you know, getting a coffee. And then I was like, oh, OK, you know, do you want a coffee as well? I will always buy a homeless person like a, a roll or something. I just felt a wave of panic come over me and I like pushed the stroller really yeah. fast out of the alleyway and then felt so much better when I got to the main road where everyone was there. I got the guy a coffee and like a breakfast roll and then I like walked back on the main road and then got home and told my mom actually I need to be more careful because I'm not that was Taiwan anymore yeah. yes I was like yeah. I, put, I could have put myself and Kira in big danger not saying homeless people are dangerous I'm just saying that I am so desensitized that I just leave things everywhere when I was in South yeah. Africa that it's just not yeah, okay same. yeah I had the same in England okay next answer a mini disc player. I literally took it everywhere. <laughs> oh, I used to have one of those. Yeah, like um, it's the older version of like an iPod, I suppose. You put your CD in it and like you can listen, <laughs> Um, which actually would be really nice for kids nowadays because if they just have iPhones all the time and iPads, they want to watch everything. Yeah. But it's nice if they could just listen. Like yeah. Kira loves her Halloween music, right? And audio books. Yeah. yeah, if you could put those headphones in and she could sit there and listen to that instead of just watching an iPad, I think she would. Okay, next one we have toys made with simple household objects. My favorite one was the rice container. My mum let me play with clean hands in the big bucket that is used to store rice. It felt like being, it felt like beach play with sand, but with rice. Oh. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I think using things around the house is good. Yes. I think it's better than toys, if I'm honest, because they're more interested in it. Yeah. And the last one is more time to just play. Today, everything is so rushed. It's so true. Like, yeah. Yeah. Especially being in Asia, right? Yeah. And just as I just think life these days, it doesn't matter where you are. It feels it's just rushed and never ending moving so fast through things because we're just planning so far ahead of time that we're just not enjoying yeah. the moment like I think about yeah, uh, yeah how we do things at work and I can't believe that we have planned stuff that's happening next year in September I'm not saying that we shouldn't what I'm saying is it just it seems so far away and then suddenly in a blink of eye we're already in September and I just feel like my life is just going so quickly and I haven't enjoyed actual moments so I'm trying to take more time out of my day 
and enjoy the moment because it just seems my child is also growing so quickly and it was just yesterday that she was a baby. Yeah, no, it is crazy. A lot of people now don't live in the moment. Yeah. They're constantly living for the future. Yeah. Um, which can be a bit sad. But yeah, I think especially being here, there seems to be less play. We spoke about it yesterday. If you ask some of our students what they're doing after school, it's another another class, a math class. Ask them what they're doing at the weekend. It's um, Some of them will say things like swimming class or horse riding. And then That's some lovely. will just be like, oh, yeah. And then some will be like, you know, I have an English class. Then I'll go to a math class and then I have a recital. And it's like, it's just nonstop. Like, when is the time to play and have fun? Yeah, you know, I we had lots of play when we were little, you know, and you learn from play. So, yeah, there's a lot of pressure on that. And I think whoever wrote that is completely right. Um, yep. Too rushed, too much. <sighs> OK, question. Question three. three. When you were a teenager or a young adult, who whom did you go to for advice? Looking back, was it good advice? Hmm. I found this one. Oh, I didn't go to our notes last time, but that's fine. I found this one really um, interesting. The first yes. answer was friends. No. <laughs> so I don't know what they mean by that. Meaning it was probably advice, but it was always the wrong advice. Oh, the wrong advice. So yeah. I, I kind of understand that because remember I was saying to you, uh, we watched I said to you, I love this one movie. It's called He's Not That Into You. And all the friends in that yeah. movie give the worst advice. It's like, no, yeah. no, 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 he will. He's going to message you or he he likes you. He likes you. He just, you know, it, he's busy. And it's of course he's going to message you. Who wouldn't message you? You just need to wait. So I like, think she's like, talking yeah. about advice. Like it was always probably advice that she wanted to hear the answer. Like, yes, okay, I'm going to do it. And then it was just not the best outcome. And, mm. and I, I relate to that because I got a lot of that from my friends too. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Next one. Friends, but to be fair, I was impulsive. So I would do what I wanted straight off the back. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I think we've all been there. I think it takes a long time to learn to not um, be as reactive. In so, like so quick reactive, right? Yeah. Um, okay. I didn't really have anyone to ask advice for. I talked a lot with my friends, but we were all struggling with communication problems with parents, I guess. The only family member I could talk freely to was my grandma. I talked about my crushes at school and stuff and didn't feel judged. It was a precious memory for me. I love that. I think, yeah, grandparents sometimes are the best aren't they for that yeah they're way more attentive and caring and nurturing and knowledgeable wise yeah. and they don't yeah. judge as much as your parents do it's so weird it's just when they probably like my mom when I see her now with Kira she's completely different to how she was with me which is really nice mm -hmm. because I feel like maybe she, Kira will be that person for her even though she was not that person for me next mm. friends or my mom yes i feel like it was good advice mm. nice one a good ending yeah. to that one <laughs> no that's good um i did see an answer as well that we we haven't discussed but it was um someone said like going to their parents friends yes and i just thought ooh, and i i think i spoke to you about this yesterday yeah like, I don't know how I would feel if your daughter, when she was like 14, came to me and was telling me private information that I know you would want to know, but I wouldn't want to break that trust with Kira. But at the same time, 
like you're my friend and I feel the same with my friend's kid Chloe her kids like if they felt like oh I'll call Auntie Cat in Taiwan and I'll talk to her and I became an ear for them to listen to that's great but then where's the line Um, where's the line what if they tell you something I had a auntie when I was growing up not a not a relative yeah so I grew up with her since I was little and I would tell her things and they and it would be always, you know, between me and her until if I told her something bad and my parents needed to know, she would tell me, thank you for telling me. This is something that I have to bring up to your parents. So she would always tell yeah. me like everything you say is confidential. But when she heard something that was affects your health or your well-being, you know, you can always say, right, look, this is something you should be telling your mom or your dad about or whoever your caregiver is. So go and tell them and give them, maybe give them the opportunity to do it first. You're scared. That was me. Then yeah. it was easier for her to go do it. And I felt a lot of pressure off me. But yes, it depends on the situation. So I think when when that happens and you know it's something that will upset me, I think I would hope that the person would come tell me and tell my daughter, like, I'm not breaking your trust. Actually, this is something very serious. And I think I have yeah. to t- talk to your mom about it. And I think I would go, I think I would go down the route first of look, um, making sure my reaction isn't scary mm. so that they don't think the parents' reaction is scary. Yeah. And then saying to them, look how I've reacted. Your mum's going to react the same. You need to talk to your mum about it. Okay. And then I would say to say you, I'd say, look, I spoke to Kira about something today. It's quite serious. Um, she's going to come and talk to you about it. And I'm going to give her that opportunity first before I before I talk to you. But I'll let you know. Tell that, the mom, like, prepare you know, yourself. Don't react Just prepare harshly. yourself mentally. And Something's going to happen. Yes. Yeah, yes, exactly. I think that's the best way. And, you know, yeah. how the parents react is up to them. So um, I had a little look into, like, creating, because we've spoke about this a couple of times. Like, we want our children, when they're older, to feel comfortable coming to talk to yes. us. Yes. Um, so creating that as if you like, I know it gets used, it's overword, but that overused, but that safe space, mm. right? And then there was a couple of um, points here on this website that we found yeah. that I thought was quite helpful. It, the website is, yeah, reneedhopeparenting.com. Um, yeah, and she says a couple of points. Says, I'll read why. Uh, here are a few ideas on how to become a safe place for your child. Respond mm. with empathy, not anger. We are, yes. Uh, yes. So I really do believe in this, and I believe in this not just when your child comes to you for advice, it's also to do with if your child says a bad word, if she does something to not react with anger, try to react in a way that doesn't make them feel shameful. Yeah, because it says here, when we overreact to what our children say, we can create a sense of fear in them that we will always react that way. Yes, and then they will not come to you anymore and they'll be scared Uh to actually approach you with this because they're like, my mom always overreacts or my dad always starts shouting. Do you think empathy as well? I think depending, obviously all is age appropriate, depending on the age, but empathy in terms of um saying i don't know like if your child came up to you and said mom i need the morning after pill like i think they're old enough to then comprehend like if you were to turn around and say do you know what that happened to me when i was younger i know what to do yeah 
know, and they might be like, oh, well, okay, because there's so much more respect when someone's been through something that you're having to go through. And we always think our parents are right and our parents haven't done this and they don't do that. And, you know, but if your parents is honest with you and say, like, you know, that happened to me when I was 15 or 16 um, in the UK, legal age is 16 to yeah. have sex. Um, and if you say, you know, that happened to me, I know where to go. I know yeah. what it will entail. Then it also makes them feel safe, right? But also age appropriate. Yes. What a lovely chat we've had today. I think that's about it. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you on Thursday at 8 p.m. for part two. Bye. Bye.